We brought you damn good beer, and now we're delivering to you damn good beef. Hassle Cattle Company is the absolute best source for farm-to-table Wagyu beef in the country. Hassle Cattle Company is a fourth-generation cattle farm out of Texas. They ship all over the beautiful USA and straight to your door. They call their beef the blue-collar Wagyu. Why? Because it's the best damn Wagyu that every man or woman can afford. Hassle Cattle Company offers Wagyu smoked sausage, New York strip, beef bacon, Wagyu fresh, two jerky flavors, original and sweet and spicy, and their hamburger even won the Food Network's Northeast Burger Jam. Not only do we love their beef, the country loves their beef. Everybody wants to get in on this. These guys take their registered bulls and breed them with Angus cows, giving you that very high prime product that is grown with zero antibiotics or hormones. So head to HassleCattleCompany.com, that's H-A-S-S-E-L-L, CattleCompany.com, and use promo code DNVR10 for 10 percent off your order plus any orders over two hundred dollars get you free shipping again use code dnvr10 check them out today and we promise you will not be disappointed podcast free skate friday edition presented by DraftKings sportsbook the number one rated sportsbook app out there use code dnbr when you sign up i'm rudo with aj evan and blaze along as well and let's start with the DraftKings pick of the week boys the Avs are the biggest favorite to win their round one series at minus 400 so maybe not a ton of value there however if you're feeling confident if you feel like you know exactly what the score of the series is going to be, you can get up to plus 450 on the Avs <laughs> over St. Louis. So, yeah, if you think Avs in five like uh, like some people in chat are saying, go bet on that. You can get yourself some good money. I think four and one series, the Avs are plus 300 there. If you think Blues take two games off them, you get plus 400. So, Bunch of good options over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Of course, you can bet on all sorts of crazy stuff. Right now, Nathan McKinnon plus 800 for the Con Smythe Trophy if you want to go down that route. Tons of other amazing bets you can make for the playoffs. And we'll get into some of our round one predictions as well. Don't know if I recommend our predictions as betting advice. You probably want to go <laughs> to uh, DNVR bets for that. But, you know. We'll, we'll have some good conversations here. So, head so on it's over. funny you mentioned that because Andre texted me this morning and was like, so what are you feeling? <laughs> and I was like, look, well, what I'm feeling and what I'd put money on are two different conversations, you know? 
Anyway, head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up to get amazing odds boosts. Can still get one for 100 over on the UFC this weekend. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Thank you very much for the super chat, Andrew. That is extremely generous of you. A $50 super chat. Much appreciated. Uh should we just jump in then? First round, uh, first round predictions. Where do we want to start? Do we want to start in the West or save the West for last? Well, you can save that for last. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's let's start. Let's go with the North first, uh, just because I'm guessing it's the division everyone cares the least about. If you're not from Canada, <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that true? <laughs> I is the I don't know. Is there like a hierarchy of caring? <laughs> Absolutely. There's definitely ranged from care to not care. North is at the bottom for me. And don't get me wrong, the North is fun. McDavid's awesome. Watching Matthews do what he's doing is cool, but the actual teams, definitely the lowest care on my list. Okay. Toronto Montreal's got some history to it. I was like watching that stuff. Well, let I mean let's start with that because that's gonna be the uh the one four matchup. AJ's predictions first here. He's going with Toronto in six over Montreal. Oh my. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I, I think that Montreal will eke out a game or two, but overall, I just think that Toronto is just too good this year. Yeah. I mean, you never want to sleep on Montreal. I think like you always have to give them a little bit of respect, but, Given the way their season's gone, it's hard to see them winning the series. Yeah, um, I really don't. I really don't feel great about Montreal. Uh, as just as the season wore on, they were so inconsistent, so up and down, just not very good. Uh, and then Edmonton, Winnipeg, Winnipeg on the big slide at the end of the year. Edmonton, uh, this is this is me betting on Connor McDavid more than anything else. Yep. So. That's all that is. I'm betting on Connor McDavid to just shred the Jets. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I might not get my Edmonton Winnipeg prediction right, but that series I think is going to be fun to watch one way or another. <laughs> um, between McDavid, Drysaddle, and Tyson Barry on one side of it. At the very least, it should be pretty high octane. I have no idea what order these predictions are in, so whoever's next in the north, <laughs> someone uh, throw somebody up there. That's me. Okay. <laughs> I also took Toronto and Montreal in six for Toronto, but I'm taking Edmonton for the sweep. I'm I'm going for I'm going ham out here. Um, so I I like McDavid as well. I don't think Winnipeg has the tools to stop the ridiculous offense that Edmonton has at all. So I think it's pretty straightforward. Bet on the guy who's going to score three plus points a game. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty much it. Like Connor Hellebuck is great, but that Winnipeg defense surely still is not. Yeah. And I just don't, I I mean, McDavid, McDavid on a completely different level this year. Yeah. There's just too many weapons there. I mean, same with Toronto, too, versus Montreal. Yep. Just the offensive weapons that they have, I mean, it should be fun to watch, like all season for them, basically, just scoring bonanzas. 
before we go any further, I'm sending a little link in the YouTube chat to our bracket challenge, which is now set up. You can click on that link or copy it. I'm not sure how it looks on YouTube. I'm hoping you can click it, but you can copy it if you have to. Go in there. The password is Jorts. Get in on the DNVR bracket challenge. Capital Jorts or lowercase? I, I actually don't remember. It might, well, it might be capital. It might not. I don't know. But get it on the bracket challenge. It's going to be a load of fun. Everybody here at DNVR is going to do it. Uh, we'll link it in the, the DNVR lounge and all that for those people as well here after the show. So should be fun. Should be a big one. I don't know. We might give something away to the winner. Don't quote me on that, but we might <laughs> we might give you something. I'm not sure. Uh, jorts, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> game game worn jorts. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Bracket Challenge should be a lot of fun. We'll put all our picks in there. So uh I don't know. We'll see. Sometimes AJ likes to switch up his uh, his bracket from his predictions. So yeah. Evan, Blaze, one of your predictions is about to come up on screen. Whoa, that's me. All right. Yeah, I got Toronto in five games. I actually was even though I put Edmonton in six games, I almost thought about both of these being sweeps. I think that those two are the clear best teams in that division and i really just want matthews versus mcdavid in the series so <laughs> yeah toronto and five i edmonton six and what i think mcdavid has like 23 points against winnipeg this year it's something ridiculous and i know he has like a million points against everyone but yeah. he has particularly torn that team apart i just think hellebuck could steal a game or two that's about it all right simple enough blaze even though that's, I yeah, guess I that blaze. That kind of looks <laughs> like blaze. I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. Like it, it's got the beard and everything. How come he's got the profile and we're just straight on? That's oh, all I... on Eric. That was not me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I got I got Toronto with the sweep here. I just think they're too good, um, and, and I think it's kind of their year to come out of the north. And same with you, Evan. Like I really want to see um, McDavid kind of, you know go at Toronto's whole lineup and see how that's going to play out. Um, and, and then the same thing with Winnipeg. I think Hellebuck is a really good goaltender, so I think he might steal a game or two. All right. I We're kind of split on upset potential here because I think AJ and I lean a little bit towards more towards Montreal for that yeah. opportunity where you guys seem to, to like Winnipeg a little bit better than we do. So Yeah. Look, Hampus, we all agree on the North Division, but things are getting spicy <laughs> here in a minute. Yeah, yeah. We'll wait till our other our other divisions and, and things will get interesting. <laughs> yeah. I just these feel like two really clear cut series to me. These feel like two yeah. really heavily favored. Uh, to be honest, it's it's kind of like the West, where it feels like the top two teams are just they're just on a different level uh than than the bottom two teams. And Kind of, kind of like with Colorado, St. Louis. I think, I think Montreal could make it interesting. A lot of stuff has to go right for them, though. And when you start to be like, okay, well, uh, you know, the if if these six things happen, Montreal could totally take the series. And it's like, okay, well, how likely is it that all six of those things are going to happen? You know, two of them might happen. Okay, well, if only two of them happen. 
You know, how serious is the upset chance? Like maybe that's that's how they end up taking a game or two. Uh, I just don't, you know, for me, that's not a series that I see anything that that really jumps out to me as uh, at least in the first round. Because if you ask me who I'm picking between Toronto and Edmonton, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see how the first round goes first. <laughs> Ask again in uh, 10 days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll see you in two weeks for that show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we can move on to, let's do the East first, and we'll just work our way that way across the country. AJ, big surprise. Years. He's <laughs> taking the Islanders in seven over Pittsburgh. He's taking his boys, and he's going with Boston in six as well. Yeah, um, this is me buying in on Boston late season uh, and not not being a fan of Washington's goaltending. I think that uh, uh, I think that the Caps' goaltending is a little bit of smoke and mirrors, and I really, really just look in my. I, this, as I told Andre this morning, uh, if I was putting money on it, I would bet on the Pens, but in my heart of hearts. Go Isles. But I could not do it in under seven games because I, I do think that they are overmatched and, to be honest, just have not played particularly well. Yeah. The last, what, 15 games that has been for the Isles that has not been pretty. It's not been great. The offense has not been great. So I, I like the boldness, AJ. I like the commitment. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the boldness to pick the team that I openly root for. Yeah, well. <laughs> Especially when I think the Pens have won. Have the Pens won six of the eight meetings? They yeah, had. they did. Yeah. At least you'd like so, want to believe instead of just having no faith at all. Uh, yeah. Which is what I thought about the Islanders uh, in, the, in the East. I took Pittsburgh in five. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't think that series will be particularly close. Um, I do I do like the Boston over Washington pick in six games, though. I, I do think that's a... I don't even yeah. know if you can call it an upset. Like, Boston is technically the three seed. But with Hall over there, who's been playing very, very well for them, I, I, I do wonder what Washington will be able to get done. Um, I don't know. The East, the East could be really fun if if the teams can keep up. The team that falls behind, if they can stay in it, those series could be a lot of fun. But Boston, yeah, I don't know. What can you say? They're perennial contenders. You can never count them out. Anyway. Yeah, they've been there before. They've got people that know how to do this. Yep, Brad Marchand. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, this this is kind of like, uh, I mean, they're getting close to the end of this core's yeah. run in Boston. Starting yeah. to get into their upper thirties <laughs> at this point. Yeah, and I mean, and Washington too. I mean, yeah, I mean, Ovechkin's a free agent. Uh, they can't seem to keep Evgeny Kuznetsov from pissing them off. <laughs> We keep finding reasons to suspend that guy. So, you know, it's, it's, I think the Boston thing is interesting because they, they could be facing such a major overhaul here in 
maybe this offseason. Literally coming, yeah. Yeah, early. it's, it's it, I just think it's it's a really interesting, you know, when when do they when when do they actually move on to like the next generation? Never. Uh, before we get to our next set of predictions, we are brought to you by Illegal Pete's. They're back and open now that the p- pandemic restrictions are starting to lift. You can get in there. Ton of awesome stuff going on at every single location of Illegal Pete's right now, including a sound check promotion. It's an ongoing one where if you have a ticket stub from any event here locally, you can bring it in and get a bunch of promotions either before or after a game concert any type of event that you're heading to it's a great way to get yourself some amazing colorado style burritos with the new open locations they have bigger indoor and outdoor spaces so super easy to come on down and eat and they serve breakfast until 1 p.m on the weekends so the loto location you can actually get it every day don't keep it on the low for the people that don't come to loto uh but you know Legal Pete's, bunch of awesome stuff. Can't recommend their food enough. Their uh, their steak and potatoes burrito is just ridiculously good. I don't know if you haven't had it, go go get it. Trust me, it's it's worth having. So jump over there, get yourself some Illegal Pete's while you're at it. Also get yourself some Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can jump on that at the DNVR bar, of course, eight different kinds on tap, or you can find it at a local liquor store near you. Use the Breck Beer Locator online to find it. If you find the seltzers, go and buy them because they sell out super duper fast. So get your hands on some, especially with the playoffs coming up. Good time, uh, Good time to stock up, maybe. So... Jump on that. Get yourself a DNVR membership while you're at it. You can buy, well, you don't even have to buy. It comes free with a shirt if you want All Hail Kale or any number of our other shirts. It also comes with a mask. Comes with 22-ounce beers down at the bar. Comes with our content as well. You know, AJ kind of writes awesome stuff. Evan kind of writes awesome stuff. So, highly recommend their content. If you haven't tried it, you can get the one month if you want to try us for like 50 cents. So why not at least take the one month of it for the playoffs that give us a look. That's all I'm saying. We, we make pretty cool stuff. I like to think. Uh, so yeah. Second period of the DSB well, avalanche podcast <laughs> presented by drafting <clears throat> sports book. Uh, I believe we are on Evans East division predictions next. So. All right. He's going yeah, I went to... Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's going I, I believe I had Pittsburgh out of the playoffs at the start of the year in favor of Bo- or Buffalo. Um, obviously, I was uh, only slightly wrong on that. Almost one. had it. Yeah, only a little <laughs> bit. Um, but Pittsburgh has really kind of caught, some, caught fire here. And like you said, the Islanders have been struggling of late. So I'm going with Pittsburgh in six. And then this one was a toss-up for me. Um, I don't love Washington. But I'm going to take them to win this this round just barely, uh, and probably lose in the next round. But part of this is just I, I really just want to see Crosby Ovechkin maybe for one last time because you're not sure if this is going to happen again. Um, just over the years, they're both getting up there, and especially Washington, I think is going to have some things. Things are going to fall apart pretty soon there. Um, but yeah. I got seven games. It's a toss-up for me. I think that's a pretty close series, and uh, I'll go with Washington there. The revenge of Chara. 
I mean, that's all anyone <laughs> really wants. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> all anyone really wants is close series, right? Outside of the yeah. team that you're pulling for. Yeah, outside <laughs> of the one that your teams are involved in, you're all you're rooting for all seven game series. Yeah, exactly. So let's get to Blazes as well here. Another long series. Yeah. Yes. See that one? Yes. <laughs> He's allowed I mean, to you stay. Gotta- you got to think about, you know, Varley, right? Like he can steal games. Uh, if he gets hot at the right time, he did it for the abs uh, for a year in the playoffs where he was just phenomenal. Um, so if he can capture that again, I know he's aging, but he's still a great goaltender back there. Uh, and they've got some weapons. I And I think Pittsburgh is just aging. And I think, you know, going, if they're going to go into a long series that they're going to get injured. They've had kind of the same issues that the abs have had where people have been hurt. So you know, things can get crazy. So seven games, it's going to be awesome. And then again, like Boston is just that team. Like, I'm sorry. They, I believe they won the season series against Washington. I just, I, I think they've got them. Easy. Easy. Yeah, I think they Boston. split. I think they went four, four. Did they? Did they? I think so. Oh, was it even split? Well, doesn't change my mind. Yeah, Boston's still taking it. Confirmed. Uh, what about so now? <laughs> <laughs> two, two pick the aisles. Two don't pick the aisles. Um, I'm the I only mean, caps. not yeah. You're the only caps. Everyone oh, else picked Boston in six. Two, two overtimes. So Boston went four, two, and two. Okay. So they they got the points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, that the East actually turned out more interesting than I thought it'd be. I thought it'd just be AJ picking the aisles, and that would be that. But. <laughs> <laughs> I dove uh, in there as well. Yeah, got a little bit of action with with some Washington and Boston. You're you're allowed to stay. We have two job openings <laughs> after this. <laughs> <laughs> well, what can you do? Uh, <laughs> Let's let's move on to the uh, the spitting straight fire division of the central because this one's gonna be fun. Oh wow! So so indeed. Let's get into this. Uh, this is about UC Soros. Oh God! Uh, this is entirely about UC Soros. Uh, being one of the absolute best goaltenders in the league over the last two and a half months and absolutely not trusting this goofy-ass three-headed goaltender thing in Carolina. Uh, I think that they can keep it close. I think that they can. Uh, if Soros, if Sor- I, I, this is about Soros stealing a series for me. Um, it, it always happens. There's all, There's always one series that you just don't really see coming and for me this was this is the one that I'm I'm throwing the dart at um I like Carolina I've I have consistently felt like Carolina was just I I good not great and come come the postseason I just don't trust Nadelkovic and then if they take him out, I don't trust Mrazek and Reimer. Like I, I just don't. 
I don't trust it. It's really what it comes down to. I don't trust that, and I trust UC Soros. As a longtime UC Soros believer, uh, him absolutely catching fire, I think, is going to be something that I just think it's going to be the the difference maker. Um, I'm, I'm worried that Nashville's ineptitude on special teams is going to be a problem, a really big problem <laughs> in that series. Uh, it really, it, that, that it makes, it really makes me quite nervous. Um, and I, and like, I think Carolina's better, but we see it every year. There's a, there's a team slash goaltender that just doesn't make sense in the postseason And, for me, it just feels like Nashville has all the trappings of of that team this year. And then you take Florida in seven. I do uh, because <laughs> I think I think that the uh, I trust Coach Q. Um, I trust the kind of nobody believes in us, us against the world attitude that Florida's going to have. And I trust the hockey gods to smite those cheating ass bitches in their hundred million dollar <laughs> roster. Over ten mil on the cap. <laughs> so I think that uh, I think I think that that can't be rewarded. <laughs> I don't care how good those fools are. They also have a little bit of injury issues. Uh, their defensive depth is not great, uh, and it's and it's it has Hedman has struggled this year. They he's banged up. They have a lot of nicks uh, on their on their back line. This is this is me hoping. Yeah, it seems like you're picking. you're you're digging pretty deep for like, not a big nugget on a couple. I mean, like like Florida won the season series, and I think this Florida team is legit. I also think that there's there's a little bit of. It's one of the reasons it's so hard to repeat is that you have to give every single shift. You have to you have to die for every shift to win a Stanley Cup. You have to be completely bought in, dedicated. And I don't know that Tampa Bay is going to have that same level of desperation as they did last year. It might it might take a it it might take a screw in their head on straight, you know. Plus, like, look, Nikita Kucherov is great, and he's been skating for a few weeks, and blah 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 blah. But dropping in, haven't played for a year. And yeah, like it, it could be, it could be quite challenging. And I just, I don't want it for them. That's it. That's what it really comes <laughs> down to. Is I want Florida to win this. I think that's a that's a fun story. And I really, 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 really don't want Tampa Bay to get rewarded for the bullshit that they pulled. I don't care how smart it was. All right. cool. Well, I agree with absolutely everything AJ said about that series. However, I don't agree with a single thing he said about the <laughs> Carolina series. I have Carolina <laughs> sweeping Nashville and just running them out of the building. I don't think this that is series a smarter will be play. close for a minute. Uh <laughs> 
I don't have the faith in Saros that AJ has, and I think that Nashville team low-key sucks in front of him. So I I don't see Carolina having any trouble with that hockey team, to be honest, barring some craziness from Saros if he can continue to stay stupid hot. But playoffs are a different beast on that front. So <laughs> I, yeah, I'm taking Carolina to win game one and then Cruz after that in that series. Uh, on the Florida Tampa Bay side, uh, let's, uh, do we all agree that that series is the most exciting one in the first round, other than obviously the Avs playing? Oh, cool. Yeah. Florida, yeah. Florida Tampa Bay is like, it's the series to watch. That's my, that's my must see TV. Okay. It's uh, the battle for America's Wang. Oh, God. Yep, it is. <laughs> True. <laughs> what? Whichever, All right. team, uh, whichever team manscaped wow. better will uh, win that series confirmed <laughs> uh, who, who's next I think Evans are usually next yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just not a <laughs> that's not a confident sound that just came um, out of your mouth I'm just waiting for it to pop up uh huh <laughs> oh there it is yeah I'm, I think Carolina is just gonna destroy Nashville um, Nashville will probably get a game in. I don't like picking sweeps just because to me they're pretty rare. Um, yeah, I didn't pick enough upsets this year, so I picked sweeps instead. <laughs> yeah. And then I I would love to see Florida upset Tampa Bay. I picked Florida to make the playoffs at the start of the year, and I was not. I had no faith in it, and somehow they kept going. But I just think Tampa Bay is too talented. And a guy like Kucherov, yeah, he's missed so much time. I wouldn't be surprised if he steps right in and he's fine. So. Yeah, it sucks what they did, and it's really messed up, but that team is loaded, and they're probably just, I think they're going to just probably look that good when they get back in the playoffs. Ah, there's no justice sometimes. Nope. Blaze, Never. Are you, who's, which boats are you in? I have no idea. Carolina and Florida. All right. a, yeah, a little, little mixed bag here. I mean, I you know Nashville, again, like what Evan just said, it's hard to do the sweep. I think uh, Nashville's goaltending is awesome. So, I mean, everything else about Nashville, not so hot. Um, I just don't think they're going to be able to stop Ajo from Carolina. He's just on fire lately. So, And then from uh, the Florida, it's, just, it's the Coach Q. And uh, the same thing, you know, it's the hockey gods. You can't cheat and expect to win. So. <laughs> feel like there's going to be a pretty consistent uh, theme here that even if Tampa Bay wins, they're getting picked against next round. Yeah, they ain't hanging it through round two for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think Carolina's going to the final, so yeah, I, I will probably do that too. There you go. A little teaser. A little I teaser guess right there. This, it's hard to predict because then they have the four. So what, the yeah, the four. reseed is, <laughs> is always tough for sure. But um, All right. Should we? Uh, well, let's let's go to our second period break here before we we get into the West. So, we're brought to all of y'all by Gabby Insurance. That's g a b i dot com slash d n v r. You can go over there. It's completely free to use, and the average user saves nine hundred and sixty one dollars on their home and auto insurance per year. So, you can jump on that. It's super easy. Again, totally free. It's awesome. So, jump it, get it, save a ton of money. I. I love our sponsors like this because like I quickly run out of creative ways to 
like do ads for them and at the end of the day it's like look you literally just save money like why wouldn't you do this <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> so, so if you haven't done it yet go do it today also brought to you by green mountain dental the best family dentist in the denver metro area just 15 minutes from downtown over in lakewood we've had dozens of people switch over the years and they have all said green mountain has been one of their best dental experiences they've ever had so jump over there they'll take care of you they'll always send you update notices to remind you of when you have an, an appointment coming up and reminders to schedule your appointments to keep your teeth fresh and clean every single year i think they i think they give you an, a reminder every six months so jump on them do that as well Supporting our partners is supporting us, just like StravaCraft Coffee. You can head over to StravaCraftCoffee.com and get 25% off your first purchase when you use code DNVR25 at checkout. Another product you can try at the DNVR bar if you want their cold brew. You can just head on down there. If it's a nerve-wracking uh, playoff game, have a little bit of that to calm the nerves, maybe. Should help. So, yeah. All right. Let's get into this third period of the dnvr avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings sportsbook i'm i'm assuming that our predictions are all going to go pretty chalky in uh in this division but i'm curious to see the games yeah aj um, five and six here yeah uh i i don't believe in the st louis blues at all um i'm i, I fully believe that they will Sneak one out of here. Otherwise, I think this is going to be a shit kicking. And all of Ryan O'Reilly's talk last night about how excited he was to play Colorado and how he thinks that when they play their heavy game, uh, that they cause problems and blah 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 blah. He can blow it out his ass. Uh, he doesn't know what he's he doesn't know what he's talking about. He sucks. My goodness. And cram it up your cram hole. I think uh, <laughs> I think Nathan Nathan McKinnon uh, in their head to head matchup this year uh, unhinged his jaw and devoured that bitch. And I think that's exactly what uh, is about to happen. So I think that uh, I'm not too. I'm just not, I'm just not too worried about it. Um, the Blues aren't very good. They probably would have missed the postseason in a normal year. Some of that has to do with injury, and some of that has to do with the fact that they're just not a very good hockey team. And I think that the uh, I think that the Abs are. I've said all year that I think that they're the best team in the league. I'm not about to pick them to lose in the first round. Yes, sir. I'll give I'll give the Blues a game because, uh, as was mentioned earlier, sweeps are just rare. They're it's hard to do. I mean, it was hard to do in the regular season to to sweep the same team four times in a row, even if that team won any good. Yep. So it's just, it's just a tough thing. So I'm good. Uh, I'm good with five. Good there. <laughs> Vegas and six. Do you think they sort out their Minnesota problems they had in the regular season? Uh, yeah, I'm not worried about Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> just dismissive. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I have the exact same lines as AJ. But exact same thing in the, within the Colorado St. Louis series. I threw it to five because a goaltender can steal one game at any time. Um, so I gave the Blues one, but I think Colorado should just eat eat healthy this series. It shouldn't be anything too crazy for them. Uh, the Vegas Minnesota series. I wanted to pick Minnesota, but I can't 
do that because that would deprive the world of Colorado <laughs> Vegas in round two, and that's what the world needs. So, <laughs> making to, it right, <laughs> yeah, has to has to be. It's, it has to be this way. I'm sorry, Chat. This is just the way that it has to be. Um, look, I think there's a pretty good argument that Colorado and Vegas are the two best teams in the NHL, not just Colorado being number one. So you, you can't really, I couldn't deprive either of the one and two teams of the second round. Uh, we'll see if, uh, we'll see if Evan or blaze did, but what, what do we got for Evan? He did ah. <laughs> a little Minnesota in there. Sucker. Uh, so I'm riding the Kirill the Thrill train. Yeah, I think you have to. Yeah, he is what? He's one of the top goal scorers in the last month and a half, I believe, in the NHL. And Minnesota has kind of given Vegas some trouble. I, I think, I, I'm not positive. <laughs> Obviously, I don't feel great about this pick, but because I think the world is just aligned for Colorado Vegas in round two. But I think Minnesota, for some reason. Had a little bit of a pitch up here that works for them, so I'm going with that. And then the Adam six, uh, I, I think St. Louis is going to win um, a couple games. They're going to be able to take a couple, just mainly at home. But on that, I don't, I don't think it's going to be particularly close, especially at the home games. I think the Avs are going to crush them when they're in, on Pepsi Center or Ball Arena, where the hell it is now. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah they're just too good. Um, I just don't see it being that being that close when when the Avs have the home ice advantage and uh, just to follow up, I've been following the transaction notes. The Avs haven't called anyone up, but they sent a bunch of dudes down. So maybe that gives you guys an idea that some guys are going to be coming back on the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do the do the Eagles play this week? I think they do. Yeah, I would assume um, so. I would. I'm assuming so, but I would also expect that with the Avs having the entire weekend off. Um, Send some dudes just to play a bit. Yeah, yeah it yeah. would not. So, especially the the guys that they sent down, where it's just like, okay. yeah. I think Dubnik will be back, but not that it matters because I think he should be the third goalie personally. But not. hopefully, it never gets to that point. For the love of yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> Grubauer, stay healthy is the plan there. I think. Uh, let's get to Blazes as well. Yeah, I mean, looking. Pretty similar, right? I think the abs are going to take it. I I don't think it's going to be close, but I do think, I mean, it's just the style of play against Colorado. For some reason, you know, the abs just kind of sometimes shudder away from some of those games, but they're the better team. They're going to win throughout. St. Louis is like, their their goaltending, Bennington is like coming back down to earth. So, um, you know, you just look around, Colorado's got got everything on them. Um, Yeah, and then Vegas has got to play Colorado in the second round. There you go. So that one, that one is a little hard though, right? Because I think Minnesota won the season series. It's like yeah, Vegas is kryptonite. Yeah. So that could and be for a whatever reason too. Vegas, Vegas in Minnesota specifically has, has always struggled yep. every yeah. year. Too cold it's up that there. Banner. It's that banner. <laughs> Number one fans. Yeah, get them every time. I want to <laughs> talk about this McKinnon O'Reilly thing. Yeah, I was going to get to that as well. I saw um, chat. So eight games played this year. Ryan O'Reilly had seven points against the Avs, six of which came in the last two matchups in which Dubnik was in net. Um, 
so that means that there were six games in which he scored one point. It was a goal. Uh, it was also in a loss. So cool. Pretty unimpressive. <laughs> the head to heads. Uh, I gave you guys this head to the, these numbers earlier this year or earlier today uh, about this season's head to head matchup. Um, pretty, you know, McKinnon and O'Reilly went head to head for 64 minutes at even strength this year. Uh, the actual shots on goal were 40 to 27 in favor of Colorado. That's 60%. Uh, the shot attempts was 75 to 41. That's 65%. I'm rounding, I'm rounding up here. Uh, the expected goals for, you know, the, the fancy stats was basically three to 1.5. That's 68%. Uh, let's see here. Where else? 37 to 15 in scoring chances, 71%. And let's see, 15 to four in high danger chances. Uh, that's 79%. Now, the one thing that Ryan O'Reilly has going for him is, I mentioned this, he scored those three goals uh, in a game in which Devin Dubnik was in net. At 5v5, Ryan O'Reilly outscored Nathan McKinnon 4-3. to three. At 5v5. At 5v5, yeah. Yep. But all of the underlying numbers and uh, to be to be noted... Uh, all four of those, all four of those came in both Dubnik games. Yeah. So, with uh, Bauer and Net O'Reilly has zero. Yeah. So, pretty. Uh, <laughs> He's a good faceoff guy. Some some looks, some caveats <laughs> there. Yep. So, make of that what you will. <laughs> but those are those are the. Uh, <clears throat> Those are the numbers there. I especially like the high danger chances being stupidly long. <laughs> uh, especially given Ryan O'Reilly's, like, everybody's like, oh, he's going to win the Selkie. And it's like, yeah, okay. Well, there's one dude that he didn't shut down. Yep. So, not too bad. The Avs don't have anything to fear when they're playing their best on best, it would seem. Yeah, and this is the other thing um, about it is that the the Avs play best on best. Yep. Yeah. They don't try and hide McKinnon. Uh, the only the only team that actually tries to keep their best defensive line away from McKinnon is Vegas. They try to keep Mark Stone away from McKinnon. Which is a weird thing to do um, because who else are you afraid of? Well, it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like wouldn't wouldn't you want like that to be your shutdown yeah. assignment? So kind of an odd thing. Uh, if you were curious, uh, McKinnon fourteen points in eight games against the Blues this year. Pretty okay. So the Avs power play kind of. Beat up the Blues, didn't it? it I mean, did. I know obviously that one game really early was the second game of the year that pumps things up, but 
power play had their way with Blues for the most part. McKinnon did not score a point in just one of their games this year. Yep. Seven out of the eight, McKinnon had at least a point in. Yeah, and like one of those was like that that cheap power play goal in a game that they were getting their ass kicked, and the underlings looked great, and we were all like, ugh. That was a terrible gonky game. <laughs> yeah, I. It's funny. People love to people love to hold what I said about Dallas last year against the Avs, and it's like, well, you know what I didn't predict was the Avs not having either one of their top goaltenders. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't predict them losing four of their regular skaters as the series went on. Uh, so, you know, if you want to hold the Dallas series against me, that's totally okay. That's that's totally your prerogative. It was it was my bad that my crystal ball did not foresee all of that. You should have known, AJ. You yeah. should have known about the injuries, obviously. Uh, it was really, truly, it was my bad. <laughs> so, look, I think we'll we'll probably save some more of this conversation as we'll do a little bit more of a, a preview on Monday afternoon for the Avs series specifically. Um, but what else are we looking at? What What is going to be fun in these these playoff series? Well, obviously, we already talked about Florida, Tampa Bay, but which other series outside of the Avs are y'all looking forward to most? In the first round? First round, yeah. I, I, I'm really interested to see how the Oilers come out just after McDavid's like stellar year. Like, Is that going to continue into the playoffs, and are they going to be able to pull it all together and keep going? Yeah, do you ever trust the Oilers? Can you ever trust the Oilers <laughs> to do the good things? I don't know. It's been a long time. so If they're going to do it, I think it's going to be this year in that division where it's high-flying and they can score their way past some people. I'm, I'm excited for just the entire East because I think that that's the, that's the division that I probably have the, the worst feel for overall um just like washington boston pittsburgh have been at this for a decade yep yeah and maybe even a little bit longer than that you know i mean pittsburgh <laughs> pittsburgh and washington would anybody be surprised at all if we just woke up in two weeks and it was pittsburgh and washington in round two, round two <laughs> you're just like of course, what year is it? <laughs> I wouldn't because I picked it ten minutes ago. <laughs> like, like uh, for me, I'm just, I'm just like, I. It's tremendous that this continues. Yeah, you know, like I've we we've heard of a lot of Avs fans have been like, the Avs have to win a cup within this contract for McKinnon or else. <laughs> and it's like these are the teams that you look at. These are three teams that you can look at and be like. They've kind of been doing it for the better part of a decade. Yeah, not really. Yeah. Like you, they've been at this for like a, a solid decade. Those three teams have been going at this. It's it's a little longer. It's more like 12 or 13 years. Yeah, Pittsburgh was in the finals in 2008, and then they won it the next year. That's 13 years. Yeah. It's like, for the most part, I think they might have missed the playoffs like one year, if I remember, but I can't. I can't remember off the top of my head, but for the most part, they've just been hanging around. Yeah. yeah they've been round two staples. Yeah. Basically. Um, yeah. For me, I talked 
in the season. Like the season's just bored the hell out of me because oh, of so true. how repetitive it got. And this, even though it is the same teams playing, it now it means something. So I'm just excited for games to actually well, mean something. And it's it's also yeah. the good teams that are left playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the it most really part, does yeah. help. Like if you if you look up and down this list, and it's like which which is the worst team that's in in the postseason? Nashville. And it's for yeah. me, it's it's Nashville <laughs> and St. Louis. Yeah, like those are those are two not not great teams that are in. Yeah, like even if we're talking specific matchups, I know it's a boring. These guys have been around for a while, but I do think Boston-Washington is going to be a close series. Um, and, yeah, we talked about Tampa Bay-Florida. That's a matchup, you know, first time those teams have ever met in the playoffs. So it's going to be fun to watch. Um, I think Battle-Florida is going to be Yeah, that's, awesome. that just looks so fun, dude. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and – it is a lot of, I would say, teams that are that could win it all are non-traditional teams. Obviously, I think Carolina could go to the finals. Colorado's not a big market. Um, you know, Tampa Bay won last year. Florida, they they've been rocking it this year, so it's going to be an interesting uh, finals here. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's going to be interesting out of the after the division. Like you get out of the division. Yeah, I mean, be. with the reseed and stuff. That's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be the strangest because there will be like normally it's like oh well these two teams played each other three times and <laughs> it was seven months ago and well it's not very important but they've at least it. seen each other and now it's like <laughs> these two teams haven't played in two years. Straight <laughs> up, it's like uh, well, <laughs> and then all of a sudden travel. For like the first time yeah. all year, kind of comes yeah. into play. Yep. Like, think if if it's like the Avs in Carolina make it that far and they meet in the third round, it's like, well, now you're just traveling across the country. Yeah. Well, game what five, is, six, and seven. Where yep. It's just yeah. like back and forth, and back and forth. What is the North going to do? Are they coming down pretty... depending on who wins? Just depends on who wins. Yeah, yeah. they haven't I mean, officially announced anything yet, but. Smart from the NHL. They haven't announced anything because they don't want to paint themselves into a corner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're just like they're they're like, okay, let's let's hurry and get the playoffs started, but let's not go too fast now <laughs> because we really need the Canadian border restrictions to ease up. Yeah, they're <laughs> well, not that happens. Just, I heard there's a nice rink up in uh, upstate New York that's not being used, so they could go there as well. <laughs> How awful would that be for whoever whoever has to play them? Like, yeah. Oh, good. We get to go to Buffalo. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> how fun. Um, how are we doing, Con Smythe at all? We're gonna because I I mean watching, yeah, if you're vibing, go for it. Yeah, watching, we can talk about it, man. Watching yeah. Miko last night, I was like, oh my god, this guy's on another level right now. <laughs> like that shift in the third period where he just was working <laughs> those dudes down low, and everyone knew he wasn't shooting, but he just held on to the puck and was bad finding guys. It's like I've been on the Randon trade all year long, and I don't think it's gonna stop. So you're just rolling your uh, your failed rocket yep. bet into the Miko <laughs> Consmith. I'll put the uh, money I'm gonna win on Caprizov winning the Calder. There you go, <laughs> Miko on the con. 
the Mekon Smythe. I, say. None of us. So all the things that we're watching, all the th- things that we're watching in round one, not one of us talked about the other West series. Is that <laughs> is that just a like opponent fatigue, or is it some of it so. just like I just don't want to watch it, like, Minnesota? If Minnesota gets up one or two in that series, I think it gets a lot more interesting. Yeah. But hopefully they don't and it just goes bad because then it's just it's a lot better for my life. And then I can just <laughs> start chirping family members early on. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to watch it. It's, I, yeah, I I think it's the fatigue thing. For that me, will sure. that will like, be a like Sunday afternoon, and I will wake up and I'll roll out of bed and be like, "Oh, what am I doing today?" And it's like, "Well, I guess this game is on." That's what, the one. What, you what, turn what are Rockies on. up to? Yeah, you turn on that on your third monitor that you yeah. never actually look at. Is like <laughs> the game goes on mute. It goes on in the background, and then I'll occasionally glance over and be like, "Oh, it's two to one." Yep, exactly. <laughs> Do something else. <laughs> yeah i'm mm, that's i i think that's probably the least interesting first round series to me <laughs> for a lot of reasons but yeah i do i do really like toronto montreal so there's just the like the history there yeah is, sure. is certainly something that you appreciate how much those fan bases hate each other <laughs> it's just I don't know. I've always thought it was charming. Just like, because I'm like, I don't want to pick sides. I just want to watch you guys hate each other. <laughs> like, please continue to have stupid verbal wars on Twitter that don't go anywhere, but you feel way better after. <laughs> and I just, like, I, it, it, it's more, life is just more fun when Toronto is disappointing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it, that's a true nature is healing moment. It's because we don't know any other life right now. It would they be, always been disappointing. Yeah, like what was this their second division title? Yeah. It's since 1967. Like, wow. <laughs> by the way, the Abs just won their tenth last night. <laughs> For comparison's sake. The Avs have more president's trophies than Toronto has division titles. And you can't even you can't you can't even blame Oh, well, you guys just inherited a great team. The Avs have two division titles in the last 10 years. Yep. And they have not they they have not been a relevant franchise for most of that time. I yeah. mean, you can't say inherit. I mean, they did inherit it, right? Like, <laughs> the Nordiques were like getting set to go on fire the year that they left. And yeah, well, the Nord. I mean, the Nordiques had a first place finish in yeah. ninety four, ninety five. Yeah. Like, they were, they were good. Like that. that yeah. Okay, great. Uh, all those years of first uh, of first overall picks and building and blah 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 blah, and then. Yeah, but you can't say, I mean, the Avs have done a great job, right? Like, they went through a rebuild, and now you're seeing what's going on now. What I'm saying, like, you couldn't even, like, yeah, the Avs have 10 division titles, uh, you know, just comparing it to Toronto's two in, what, 40 (laughs) years? And it's it's kind of like, ha, ha, ha. But you just, two in the last 10 years, and, like, they haven't even, like, 
on accident, on accident, basically. Too. Yeah, one of those. That's one tension. of those was a, one of those. Funny enough, required the Blues to lose six games in a row at the end of the year, <laughs> and seven of their last nine, so that the Avs could the Avs could win it in game eighty one. Uh, and then, obviously, this year the Avs won it on the last day of the season. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For all we know, they could have done it last year, too. Yeah. Remember, two points back with one game in hand. Did you see the congratulations to the Colorado Avalanche from the NHL? Like, what was going on on Twitter? If you look in the background, it's Vegas. Oh, I saw the graphic, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was just like... They were so ready for it to happen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those things like that. Everyone, they're just rushing to get things changed. Like somebody missed it. Those shirts are going to be in Africa or wherever they send those yeah. shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I will Which, say, uh, we didn't talk about it much, but a little bit of fate here. All right, Vegas has been eliminated in the Cup Finals. They've been eliminated in the third round, and they've been eliminated in the first round. So. First round again, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> second round exit to complete the quadfecta of all playoff exits for Vegas would get the job done. That's all I'm saying. That's all that I'm way, saying. That way their fans could feel like a real fan base. Like, all yeah. right, now you guys know what all the levels of pain feel like. <laughs> Pete wants to see Steve Dangle's reaction to Toronto losing. I don't need to see Dangle's reaction to Toronto seen losing. I've seen that times. reaction too many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, haven't we seen it? Give that man some joy in his life. Oh, Let yeah. him go to a conference final. <laughs> I guess it'd be no. a semifinal. But... The Kopitar congr- I've seen the Kopitar congratulating Bednar thing go around. It was the other way around. Yeah. It was Bednar wanted to congratulate Kopitar because he didn't get a chance to talk to him after the thousand games he talked about it in his presser too he like sought him out and was like oh i just wanted to let him know that i thought it was the way that he phrased it was weird because bedner was like oh i wanted i wanted to let him know that he's been great and (laughs) he's had an amazing career and i just thought he should know that like (laughs) was he unaware It was it was like it was a cool move from Bedner to do. It was just the the way that he phrased like explaining it made me laugh because it was like it made it sound like, oh well if Bedner hadn't have done that, Andre Kopitar would never have known he had a great career. <laughs> you know what? I am pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thousand the thousand points and the two Stanley Cups and a Selkie. Uh-huh. Kopitar shaking his hand like, and how many games in the NHL did you play, Betsy? Yeah, right? None, but I had a sick mullet. (laughs) True. Can't Can't some mullet. mullet. (laughs) Did did you guys see that LA presser day? It was a little weird. All those guys are like, we need changes or else. (laughs) No, I didn't. I I didn't watch that. The the buzzer ended, the buzzer went off last night and immediately... I've been about like, LA since. Yeah. Yeah, I, was I, like, I was like, well, I'm done talking about the Kings until <laughs> after the season when Jack Eichel thing starts back up. See you in well, three months. Yeah, I just saw it on social media where it's like they asked Dowdy, like, will you be happy if there's no changes? He's like, no. And then Kopitar <laughs> kind of skirted around it. So I don't know. 
I don't know what they're going to do. Dowdy signed that contract himself. He didn't even <laughs> have an agent. So he put himself in that mess. Well, that sounds like an L.A. problem to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Any, any final thoughts on round one before we wrap up this show? Anything uh, you wanted to call out or anything like that? Don't turn on the Canucks game tomorrow thinking it's a playoff game. <laughs> How funny was it that there were two NHL games last night and the entire NHL world was just like, oh, those happened. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, like like St. Louis was down 3 nothing and won 7-3. to three. Yep. And it was like, nah. nobody Nobody cares. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Totally forgettable, and like I think Vancouver and Calgary played one of their nine thousand games they have to play in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, what the? Hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll shave. I'll shave today. Look, you guys forget. Last night was a late night. Yeah, we were at the bar for a yeah. minute after there, that game. There was some bar. There was long drive home. Like, why do we have to shave just because it's playoffs? I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm yeah. not on the Avs. <laughs> it's true. This might be breaking news to people, but yeah. Mm, the Hallmark app is giving me updates. There you go. Be yeah. sure to like and subscribe for AJ's Hallmark takes. Uh, <laughs> really does help us a lot when y'all subscribe to the channel and like the video, though. Oh my God, these are still in there. <laughs> Tyson Jost live. Marvel yes! Comic Universe. Yes! <laughs> I love my buddy sent me a text. Tyson Jost pulling the men's league move after you win the championship, just immediately putting the shirt on and going to talk <laughs> yeah. to everyone. <laughs> you know, final final thoughts. Uh, I, I was going to thread this on Twitter at 4 o'clock in the morning. No, oh, Jesus. Uh, but ended up deciding to play Fire Emblem instead. So <laughs> you're all welcome. Um, Andre Burakovsky, dude, I just, I'm, we're going to spend, I just want to spend a few minutes on this. Sure. Um, like I, I remember, uh, Evan, I don't remember, I don't remember if we were sitting together, um, but I remember the second day of training camp when, after Burakovsky got to Colorado and I remember Nathan McKinnon stopping a drill and screaming at Burakovsky and like you keep in mind like Burakovsky just came from playing with some Hall of Fame dudes and shows up in Colorado like is hoping for a fresh start a new opportunity okay my career is finally gonna take off I'm gonna get all these opportunities and we're gonna turn things around and second day of training camp and this is, remember, this is back back at the start, like, before the world was weird. It was a normal training camp. So it was, like, five weeks before the season started. And this is day two. And Nathan McKinnon is slamming a stick on the ice and screaming at Burakovsky and just, like, undressing him. And, like, Bender didn't stop the drill. McKinnon did. And McKinnon was like... Just, just, just yelling at him, right? Like you got to do this, you got to do that. This isn't hard. Blah, 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 blah. All the things that we've seen from McKinnon over time, and then you like roll into the locker room, and like Burakovsky's like this really like shy dude who's just kind of looking around. He's really uncertain, 
and just the 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 eyes darting a lot, trying to trying to see where all the reporters are going to go. If anyone wants to talk to him, you know, all the all these things, right? Like, and and I just remember watching him as he went through that like new guy breaking in period, and that the like, McKinnon gives him a rough ride right off the bat. And like he's really shy and he's trying to, he's like, this is a guy who's like second chance, right? He has to make this work. Otherwise, he's either out of the league pretty soon or he's on that weird journeyman path where he ends up playing for six teams in nine years or something. And so, like, this has to work for him, right? Like, this is important. And watching him, watching him go from that, like, I was thinking about it last night. He goes from that. And then did you see his face after he scored the fifth goal last night? And he had like that, like the Berkey smirk where he was yeah. just like, yeah. I can, I can do that whenever the hell I want. <laughs> and just to see, and then to see the way that he interacted with the teammates, I couldn't help but notice like how much he has grown into that, into the room, how much he's just become a part of the group. And, you know, we, we talk about player movement uh, in, in a lot of business terms, you know, in a lot of non, you know, we don't think about the human element until later on in the process. But like, this is a, this is a guy that has become an av. You know, he's not just a guy like Brandon Saad, probably just stopping by. You know, Patrick Nemeth, probably just a, a stopping by type of guy. You know, there's a number of guys that are probably just in the door, out the door. You're going to shuffle that position quite a bit. But it really, it really looked like last night. I couldn't, I couldn't help but notice as they were going through the line after he scored and like the reaction and and like you know the the hugs and the loves and all that. Just the way that he's really become part of the group. You know, he's part of that room now. He's comfortable. He's in his own element. He understands the expectations from the coaching staff. He understands the expectations from the guys around him. And I think mentally he's got to be in the best place of his, of his pro career. He has a consistent role. He knows the score and he understands what they want out of him. And it's a thing that he can give and that he's a game breaker for them. Like he, you go, you go into a series, you go into this playoff series against the blues what is what are the blues trying to focus on? It's shutting down Nathan McKinnon. You try and you try and take away some of Sam Gerard, Kale McCart, Devontae. You try and limit their offense, right? But the the next the next dude that you really worry about, like Burakovsky's gotta be at the top of that list. Like, okay, here's all their their big guns. And then there's Berkey, that guy right there. He's a problem for teams to game plan around. And I think this is the this is maybe the scariest he's ever been in his career because he's just in such a good place. And he's in such a, a good position on the team to just chew chew someone up. He's not gonna get a prime matchup. He's gonna get he's gonna get a second pairing. Uh, second best forward line, you know, he's not going to, he's, he's not going to get the top guy. And he started to elevate his game at the end of the year to top guy status. 
And I think he's not far behind Landeskog in terms of like tier, in terms of like player tiers. I think he's starting to creep into that one. And that's a really big problem for other teams. Yeah. I I remember that camp and he looked lost the entire camp and in preseason. And I just didn't think it was going to work and completely wrong. I've been wrong a lot in my life. Obviously my wife tells me that um, that's, that's part of being a grown up is that you're lo- wrong a lot. And I was way off on Berkey. And that was actually what I asked Bedner last night is, you know, how have you seen him grown from the guy you saw, I guess, what is it? 20 months ago. Mm-hmm. to the guy he is now and it's really a matter of you know he's bought in he understands that you know obviously he's still going to make mistakes we saw it on the first goal I know people wanted a penalty it looked to me like he lost his edge more than anything um, but he's making the simple play he's not trying to make the the best play all the time um, he's just taking what's there and the reality is when he gets the puck in the slot I just assume it's going in like, there's not even another thought in my head. Like, when he got the puck in the slot, I was like, this is a goal. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, and AJ has pointed this out a couple times this season about the buy-in. I've never seen Ber- Berkey backcheck like he has this season. Yeah. That no dude kidding. is committed. So, and, and and that goes beyond Berkey. The entire Avalanche team are, they they believe there's no doubt about that. They they are all in on their own systems. So you gotta you gotta like the vibes for sure. He he is I think that's a word I said last Bedner. I said he's become a game breaker. And I think he probably is there's just not a lot of teams that have a guy like that that can basically score whenever he really wants to on their second line that are in the league right now. So he's 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 an advantage that they have. Well, he's an he's an advantage that they should have moving forward. Like you look at that second line is going to go through some changes. You know, Sod probably is gone after this year. Kadri is probably gone after next year. New Hook is a is a it's a it's a fair bet that you think New Hook takes one of those jobs in time. And so, okay, you've got the top line. Now you also have Newhook and, and Burakovsky to really kind of build around. Uh, they've got to find the money for him long-term because he's a UFA after next year. Uh, and like Rudo, Rudo and I are always joking about it when we watch games together. <laughs> yep. Every time Berkey does something, Rudo just screams, Six million! Six million dollars! I might be low right now. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> It, we'll, we'll see. Like, a, yeah. not not what I wanted to get into. Like, not not where I wanted that to go. Just that, uh, yeah, I it's something on the radar though, for sure. Uh, yeah, re- really, the injury isn't serious. The the one that he apparently suffered while doing an interview, while doing the second period interview, like <laughs> he either he either suffered whatever injury it was before that interview and did it anyway, or he suffered that injury walking back to the locker room from the interview. Either way, I was I was betting a decent amount of money that whatever had whatever kept Connor Timmons from the third period last night <laughs> was not significant. 
last thing I'll say on Berkey is like, now you watch him shoot the puck and it's just like, how did this guy not score a million goals playing with Kuznetsov and Backstrom and all those guys? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. It's, but, it's, it is what it is. it's a quick release and it's hard and yeah. accurate. I mean, he, he's a good shooter. I think he, I will say this year, uh, he seems to have learned a little bit that you don't have to go bar down every time. <laughs> And most of his goals did anyway. Yeah, like he still does it too much, more than he needs to. But he's he's got a couple of ones that aren't like absolute super snipe dandies. But one anyway, of the, one of the ones that he scored that I really, I mean, it was it was a freebie. It was against Minnesota where he was just standing in front of the net and the puck popped out to him, and he was like, "Oh, let me put this on my forehand and put it into an empty net." But he was standing there. Yeah, and I look. I didn't watch enough of him in Washington to to know that to to know if that was a thing that he did. But it was not something that he did naturally early in his Colorado career. Yep. And for him to just be like, okay, well, I'm just gonna go to the net and we're just gonna, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a fish for some loose change, and he picks it up, and it's like, look, this is he starts to do that a little bit. And this that's is how... this is a guy that is a. 14.6 career percent career shooter. He has he has one of the elite shots in the NHL. Yep. If he starts to go to the net and he starts to get he starts to add a little bit of dirt into his game, he's just gonna get better. And and we kind of saw that's how he got out of his little slide this year, which when he wasn't scoring much, how he started picking up points again was, oh, look, there's a rebound that he that he puts in. Oh, look, there's a puck that bounces out to him that he puts in. So if the dude's struggling and his game plan is, all right, I'll just go to the net, that's, that's invaluable for the Avs, I think. Finds ways to be useful beyond just his ridiculous shot. Um, all right. On that note, we do have to get out of here as we're running a little bit long at this point. So just... His stat line ended up being freaky similar to last yeah, year. Yeah, almost identical. So he, same number of assists, uh, one fewer goal. Yeah. He had one, his his power play and even point and even strength assists, one off. He he went sixteen and nine last year and fifteen and ten this year. Last year he had 103 shots on goal, and this year he had 102. Nothing if not consistent. Like <laughs> the fact that he almost copy and pasted last season's scoring line onto this year. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I just thought that was interesting, and I don't remember. I don't know what Tyson Jost finished at, but his streak of 113 shots on goal, 114, 115 is over. <laughs> He finished with 92. Damn it. <laughs> Forget it. It's done. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, hope you all enjoyed the show. We have a bunch more content coming for you over the weekend and on Monday. So keep your eyes peeled on the YouTube channel and, you know, follow the DNVR or DNVR Avalanche on Twitter. Like and subscribe. All of that amazing stuff. We will be back live coming at you on Monday to probably break down the Av series a little bit more in depth that afternoon before the game. And then, of course, live post game as always. So hope to see you all there. Until then, have a great weekend.